Hello, and welcome to the Sounds from the Grave podcast. My name is Yusef. And my name is Vanya. And did you miss us? Yeah, I know that we have been long gone, six six feet deep down in the grave, and we are so sorry about that. But, you know, today we're going to go in in strong, and we are going to be talking about Halloween Horror Nights and everything that's going to be happening this year. I mean, because it is going to be happening. It's not just a maybe. That is true. Like, finally, we're going to be, you know, having our Horror Nights the way we're used to it again. Hopefully. Um, Yeah, but since we've been gone for quite a while, a lot of stuff has happened and we need to kind of bring ourselves up to speed and bring everybody that's been like us where they have been living under a rock up to speed. So we figured, why not? Yeah, so first off, we I think we should start off with uh, Halloween Horror Nights officially being announced and the date being on September 3rd and the theme is called uh, Halloween Horror Nights 30 and Never Go Alone. So this is probably like the first time I've actually seen them push up the date this much. I think this is the earliest that we've ever had it. I think so too. Yeah, because I mean, usually it's by like what, like the maybe this third week of September, something like that. Yeah. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it to be straight up the first week of September. Like wow, but at the same time, I'm like, it's good. more with HHN. Yeah, so I'm guessing since since it's earlier, I'm guessing audition must have been much earlier and whatnot, and everything has. I guess the ball is going to be rolling now since uh, since it seems that it's going up to speed. That's true. Uh, yeah, I'm curious to see because I know you have a little bit more experience when it comes to like the audition process. Do you think there might have been any changes to it because of? you know, the, the whole COVID stuff? Yeah, so um, I think last year, I think I didn't do the audition last year, but I have been doing it for the past uh, three years. Um, but last year they had uh, uh, people actually like said, their, like say their name in a video um, and basically like questions, like answering like a basic question and, you know, talk about hobbies and all this other stuff, but it's mostly like focusing on your athletic, uh, you know, physique and whatnot. Uh, but yeah, I think they did it based on that. I don't know if, uh, this year was any different because I haven't actually mm. auditioned. I don't think they opened up the auditions for the public yet, but I could be wrong. Okay. Yeah. I mean, it is still, April, so that might be either about to be announced or going to be announced in the next few weeks or something. Yeah, I know that they started doing auditions for the returning scare actors and team members at Universal. Okay. But I don't know how, uh, because I know that a whole bunch of the friends in uh, the HHN community got their casting email uh, this week. So congratulations to all of you guys who have gotten uh, this year. Um, I know I'm super happy for all of you guys that ha- have been, um, you know, casted for this year and it should be super exciting and you guys deserve it and you guys are going to have a great time. And yeah, so I think it's just returning scare actors and team members, but I don't think the public one has opened up. Yeah. Okay. Got it. But, um, yeah, we definitely got to talk about like the, the tagline for this year because we, I think we're both in agreement. We're not a huge fan of this tagline. <laughs> yeah, the tagline is never go alone. So it looks a little bit slapped on there with a little bit of a caution tape, if you know what I mean. It yeah. It's a red caution tape that, you know, and I don't know, it just seems so... Uh, <sighs> I don't know, like, it just slept, it just seems like it was like, uh, okay, since we couldn't have a proper 30, here's like, it's like they were covering something up with like the caution tape, because, mm-hmm. you know, it was like, almost like a revamped version. I- I'm I'm not feeling it too much, but uh, hopefully. Yeah, it, it, it sounds kind of like, 
you know, backyard haunted house type stuff. Yeah. For me. I mean, we already know that you don't go to Halloween Horror Nights alone, but I know that there's exactly. people who do, but like, um, you know, um, but it's just me. I think that uh, it's a little bit uh, cheesy, a little bit slapped mm -hmm. on there, but I'm not a big fan of it, but we'll see where the theme goes this year. Yeah. And I mean, that's pretty much outside of like some of the house announcements. That's that and the tagline is really all we have to go on right now. Yeah. So there's not really uh, much that we can really go into mm -hmm. because um, there's still announcements that need to be made uh, for at least Halloween Horror Nights uh, Orlando. I know that um, today they had a whole bunch of uh, Howling Horror Nights uh, Hollywood leaked houses today. Ooh, um, wow. from their map today. So according it's a, to people, it's official, but I don't know how official it is um, for them yet, like, because, you know, mm -hmm. Universal hasn't confirmed it. Um, but, um, yeah, so they, they, I feel like they have a way more information than we do, but uh, all we have is the speculation maps for now. Okay, which, I mean, I, I haven't really paid much attention to the spec maps this year. Um, but in past years when I do pay attention to them, they're, they're always fun because I always like to see where people are theorizing as to what might come in and, and just like see people just debate that and be like, oh, maybe this would work, maybe that wouldn't work, maybe they could have this, they could have that. Yeah, I feel like uh, Horror Night Nightmares, I feel like uh, they make uh, like such a good job uh, being able to pinpoint what comes in the following years like they make up to like what sometimes even five speculation maps i think that's how many we had last year but i don't mm. know with like everything being almost set in stone from last year i don't know how much more they can make you know what i'm saying yeah but i mean they, they also pay attention to like the stuff that we've had before um newer horror stuff that's really popular right now that would work well in terms of popularity and with that kind of stuff i think they do you know, they, they they tend to combine everything and, and get good ideas out of that. Yeah, I mean that would make sense. Um, so yeah, um, we are also going to go into uh, also our little theories before we go into our little spec our thoughts on the speculation map uh, that recently just uh, got put out. Um, we are going to go into the uh, tribute store. Our thoughts on what could be happening of the tribute store. So uh, I think a couple of like months ago, uh, they did. Um, one of our friends posted uh, a picture of like the banners that was in the tribute store last year, which was Thirty Years of Fear, and it has like Jack, uh, caretaker, the director. Uh, sure just basically everybody that iconic banners that were in that icon room that was literally like orangey and halloweeny and it was amazing and they actually had it up for sale at the uh prop shop at universal only on the weekends but i did go recently and they were all sold out oh that is that is whoever bought those or are, are, are people or whoever bought all of them is a lucky son of a gun because i would kill to have those they're yeah, beautiful. So the thirty years of fear one, I think that one was close to uh, fourteen hundred dollars. So whoa, yeah, crazy because that's actually really more one than, is that much. It was literally more than what I paid for my first car. <laughs> yeah, and but it has all the icons on it, so I understand. Um, yeah. I think uh, the smaller ones were a little bit in the not in the like in the 900s mm. kind of thing i assume jack was a little bit more oh yeah um, I mean, I, yeah without question i'm sure he was yeah so like it's a, it, it makes us wonder what could be potentially coming to the tribute store because a lot of people i did take a poll on my twitter uh hhn cultists if you guys are are following me on there that i did ask people what could happen to the tribute store because a lot of people said that they might just you know make it the same because you know it's the 30th anniversary like there's not much that they can really uh change because you know like it's the 30th anniversary we're waiting on the icons we're yeah. expecting all of that kind of stuff 
but um since they removed like essential pieces i wonder it makes me wonder if they're gonna make another um icons related room or if they're just gonna scrap that idea altogether what do you think yusuf um i'm thinking that because they are moving these big pieces that they're i think they're just gearing up to do a brand new look for the tribute store um obviously still gonna be icon related but maybe just like a different vibe different style to it um like you know after i saw the pictures and just like kind of formulating and not even like just thinking about the spec map too uh something that, that i think would be a really cool idea is uh, actually going inside a fierce lantern and like the tribute store would be the lantern yeah, that would be so freaking cool if we can actually see something like that at the tribute store. I thought yeah. there was like uh, some Easter eggs in the tribute store last year with the icons. I know there I'm was like sure a whole bunch. Yeah, um, I know there was Bloody Mary's mirror, even though she yeah. wasn't essentially mentioned there. Uh, there was a little lantern that had a uh, chances uh, makeup on it. And yeah, I think there was like a Lady Luck somewhere in there, but I could hmm. be wrong. I will and, say this: I will, I will forever and dearly miss the Beetlejuice room if it doesn't come back. Oh, um, I think it it is gonna come back because um, if you guys haven't been to Universal Studios lately with them during their Mardi Gras, um, you guys know that it's kind of like a really um, like a caribbean kind of uh pirate theme for mardi gras it was a little weird but it seems like it worked out really well for them because it seems like mardi gras made a lot of money for um uh, for them this year especially they extended mardi gras two times this year so i did see that yeah yeah they they extended it to april then they extended it to may so may 2nd is their last day. i think so yeah yeah so um Besides that, they had um, that room that Beetlejuice was in, and they do have the uh, book of, you know, the recently deceased okay. in that in that area where all the pastries, well, all the pastries are this year for Mardi Gras, but of course for Beetlejuice, it was the Beetlejuice room. So I think Beetlejuice is the tribute store is going to come back. But I feel like there it might have a different look to it, just a little mm -hmm. bit. But there might keep like most of the props and stuff for it. But yeah. for me, it's mostly the bride room and the icons room that I'm just wondering what they're gonna do. Yeah, I'm thinking those are gonna be the ones that are gonna have some some kind of overhaul or just some some changes. I do think, however, that like that opening room with like the bride and and the monster, I don't think that might change too much. Hopefully, because we do still get the Bride of Frankenstein house, and I would just like to see that section of it stay relatively the same. Yeah. Um, you know, this is just me being just a little kind of uh, a, not biased. Um, I, I would love to see Bride of Frankenstein uh, come back, of course. But it would be also cool if, like, you know, they could do like a tooth fairy <laughs> area in the <laughs> tribute store. The, that's the thing. I get a lot of crap for like, you know, tooth fairy not being a great house. And even if it was a great house, like it's just a plexiglass that kills it for people. Um, but, you know, like I, I do think that the Bride of Frankenstein room might come back. But in, like, of course, they're just trying going to try and change things up because mind you that we didn't get really a full blown event. They had to remove a lot of elements not only from their houses but their tribute tribute store as well so i'm guessing yeah. they're just going to be adding more stuff to the tribute store that they couldn't add the year before if that would make sense yeah so i'm, I'm already getting like my wallet ready because i know it's gonna hurt oh so i forgot to mention that they also received the preview of the brand new Beetlejuice merch, something completely different than what we had last year. And it looks absolutely amazing. And it does look a little bit different than what we received last year, but it's more, uh, I feel like it's more of a Tim Burton whimsical type of look. If like, have you seen the merch, Yusuf? I, yeah, I saw some of the pictures of it and I immediately fell in love with the sweater that makes it look like you wore in the suit. Yeah, that was so 
I I had the one that they had I think two maybe three years ago that was uh, like Chucky's little overalls. Yeah. And it looked to be the same material, and I'm like, that is like extremely comfortable sh- like sweater. Mm-hmm. It's very comfy when it comes to like walking around in the hot weather for horror nights, and I'm like, I need that as soon as I can get one. I need one. Yeah. Even though, like you guys, if you guys have been to Halloween Horror Nights, like the weather is unpredictable on Halloween Horror Nights. It's either yeah. too freaking hot or too freaking cold. There's no in between. <laughs> or it's raining. Oh, oh yeah, or it's that's raining. How it, oh my oh, god, that's usually how it's on like the first week, week and a half. It's always rainy, and I'm just like, this is the worst. Yeah. <laughs> but you know, um, but yeah, I. I heard that the the new merchandise for Beetlejuice sold out like hotcakes. The only yeah. thing that I did see that was still there when I went over, I, even though I don't know if this is a part of the little promotion that they had for Halloween Horror Nights, was the Beetlejuice Lounge Fly purse. Uh, I did see is, those too. Yeah. Yeah, like it's with the snake on it. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, but those are the only things that I still saw in stock when I went there. But yeah, I heard that. Though those things just flew off the shelves, like I mean, I don't. I was completely expecting that, especially when it's just like, oh, it's a preview. You're like, oh, I need this. Yeah. So hopefully, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's gonna come back for the event. It has to come back. You know, oh, yeah. it, it makes sense. Mm-hmm. So you know, it's uh, there's just a lot of like stuff going on at Halloween Horror Nights that I'm like super excited. But you know, like there's a part of me that's like. I wonder how much they're going to keep from last year or from the lineup. Mm-hmm. So we would have to go travel along to our little speculation map. Okay. Our, yeah, we do. Yeah. <laughs> so in the speculation map, we have 10 houses. Um, you know, nothing has been added on to it and whatnot, uh, as in like 11th house because, you know, Universal tends to like add houses during anniversaries, <laughs> but not during this year. Um, but you know, uh, we can start off with uh, our first one. Uh, Bride of Frankenstein lives. What are your thoughts of this potentially coming back? Oh, this is not a potentially coming back. This like needs to come back for sure. Yeah, because, I think so too. <laughs> because like obviously we got to see it. But we got to see with like the plexiglass with like all the restrictions and like you can tell that it's already a great house but it's going to be an amazing house without all that stuff yeah i agree i th- that's the thing though i i don't think the plexiglass is going to completely go away it might uh, not I, I did hear i did hear rumors that they were going to take the plexiglass away but they were still going to keep the actors wearing masks that I mean, that would make sense, though. Yeah, because because it's not like you know they like stand close to you for you know like two or three seconds. They just like jump out, do a thing, and then go back. So it's not like they're all up in your personal space for an extended period of time. Yeah, that makes sense. Um, I I mean that could work. I mean, not that the plexiglass ever took away from Bride of Frankenstein. Oh no, it definitely didn't. Mm-hmm. Because, you know, I would love to see this iconic house come back and especially with Bride and just quoting the end of that house is literally my favorite and the energy is so it's so, so good. So for sure, like I would love to see Bride of Frankenstein Lives uh, come back on and hopefully with that, we get some type of like a preview at the end of the season because it seems like you know our little um sea monster is still creeping around that house so (laughs) it seems like we are we might potentially also get a uh the creature house in the future that would be really cool yeah but yeah like i really want to go back i want to i want to go just like see through those broken bricks and see the castle breaking down again and like seeing the bride try to lift that beam again seeing the the vampires being bled out for like that ritual just like wow just like everything in that house to me was just iconic yeah for me it's bride and her iconic fit her like i just i just need to experience everything. that again but of course everybody's favorite the assistant you mustn't disturb the master <laughs> <laughs> she was a queen 
Yeah, I feel like everybody like there was some there was a lot bigger energy for the assistant sometimes rather than bride. But you know, I like them both the same. So mm -hmm. amazing, both queens. <laughs> so the next one, <laughs> I'm crying. Uh, the next one is Texas Chainsaw Massacre. As you guys remember, Texas Chainsaw Massacre house uh, premiered in uh, Howling Horror Nights 26. So that um, is also a surprise that this is still on the list. I mean, it's not still on the list. It's just that it's been in and out of the list for like a long time. Uh, what are your thoughts? So for me, this is, I'm a little biased on this because I never went to, to 26. Because I just went through personal stuff. So I never went to 26. So I never got to experience Texas Chainsaw, and I'm very, I'm very regretful that I got to miss out on that because Texas Chainsaw is my favorite horror movie. And if they do bring this back, I would be the happiest person alive. Now that does come with a double-edged sword because just based on that, if they do bring it back, I have no idea if they're going to bring back the original, like 1974 version, or if they're going to do the remake. Like 2003 version, and then the problem with that as well being, you know, the 1974 version isn't that that house isn't that old. It's only you know it was only 426, so I think it's still pretty recent. Mm -hmm. But that could change because I think it was for 25. They brought back American Werewolf in London, and it had only been like two years old at the time. So who knows? Yeah, um, for me, I definitely went to uh, Halloween Horror Nights 26, and I got to experience Texas Chainsaw Massacre. Um, for me, it's Texas Chainsaw Massacre was a bit short. Uh, for me, I felt like it was a bit short, a bit rushed. Um, but, you know, based on the original, of course. But, you know, it wasn't as enjoyable because I felt like it was short. So... Mm. But I also did go when it was, like, not busy and there was, like, not people in front of us. And I just kind of, like, zoomed in through, through the, like, the house, like, so quickly. But, you know, I, I, I could be wrong. Um, I mean, I'm willing to give it another shot. But it's just really weird to see them bring back Texas Chainsaw Massacre out of all the houses that they could potentially bring back. Mm -hmm. you know? um, nothing against it. I mean, you know, if... You may ask me. I know that they did uh, do a Chucky scare zone, and they did on my first year. Uh, no, it was yeah, ripped from the silver screen, ripped from the silver screen. They did have a Chucky house, so mm -hmm. I would actually want to see the Child's Play house come back. That would be really cool too. Yeah, I would. I would love to like a, a scene in there where you're walking through the good guys like doll factory. Yeah, I I wish they would come like do something Chucky again, but um, not a big fan of Texas Chainsaw Massacre, uh, as in the movie. I mean, like I mean, I do like it, but it's like not one of my favorite up there. I'm definitely like more of a Child's Play uh, and Friday the Thirteenth fan. But uh, for for those fans out there, if you guys are wishing for this house, and if you're like Yusuf that didn't have the chance to experience it in 26, um. Hopefully this comes true for you guys, and hopefully it's a lot better than uh, the year on 26. Yeah. Ooh, so before we go on, uh, since we were mentioning Child's Play, random mm -hmm. idea for a Child's Play house, we go through all of the movies. Yeah, that would be so, so We go from cool. the original Child's Play up until uh, Cult of Chucky. Yeah, oh my god. That, that would be so really, really cool. cool. Uh and the one day, hopefully, they will listen to our prayers and just do it, you know. Universal, if you're listening, please do this. Please. We beg you. <laughs> so, the power, we beg of you. <laughs> give us the power, we beg of you. <laughs> sorry, we're being nerds. I'm sorry, Universal. Sorry. Um, so the next one we are going to be talking about is, of course, Revenge of the Tooth Fairy. Um, as you guys already know, I will say it through and through. I liked this house. Um, 
I genuinely enjoyed it. I get it. The plexiglass hurt it. Um, you know, it's, but in the, in the storyline is a little bit confusing, but you know, I always enjoyed the scary tale vibes. And of course, uh, I love, uh, you know, little mystical, uh, gremlin looking, uh, people that want to pull on my teeth because I didn't want to give them my tooth. It's great. I love them. Like I wouldn't mind seeing revenge of the tooth fairy come back, honestly, especially if we're going to be removing the plexiglass, I feel like it's going to up the tempo a bit more up the energy. And the fact that I feel like it's been wronged so much for the plexiglass and I feel like it could do a comeback. See for me though, I, I would not mind if it came back. But I feel like it needs retooling, like outside of the plexiglass, outside of those restrictions, just like vibe-wise, it needs some extra work. Um, like in, in one of the last episodes that we had done, where uh, or I think we did it with Jonathan for Hung Up on Theme Parks, um, we were talking about we were we were kind of hoping for more of like the tooth aspect of like you know the when you go into the the tooth fairy like world it's just teeth everywhere just like weird creepy stuff with teeth instead of just like what looks like just underground tunnels we're like yeah that's a little disappointing like we wanted to like really play up the tooth angle of it like the teeth and stuff like that yeah i mean i get you but i feel like uh for me the concept of being able to torture people in different ways using their teeth is kind of like because it's like revenge of the tooth fairy uh, if it was like something that it's had to be like oh the realm of the tooth fairy like if they ever decide to make like a second part you know universal mm -hmm. please um then i feel like we should be able to see like all those transformed children that turned into tooth fairies themselves join like see the tooth fairy realm and all this other stuff um but since it's more like a revenge story i feel like this is more like an origin story more than anything okay i mean you know that's just a different way of thinking at least for me especially considering the title and all that stuff yeah yeah i can just hear jonathan i can just hear <laughs> you can, you can hear the best bubbling. <laughs> <laughs> So the next one we are going to be talking about is HHN Icons Captured. So this is the little uh, rumor that we've been hearing uh, literally all of last year where like if you peek through one of the curtains in Tooth Fairy, you just see, uh, um, whatchamacallit, what's his name? Oh shit. Um, fears, I almost said nightmare. Here I am thinking soul caliber. Sorry, I'm a nerd, guys. Uh, yeah, so fears, uh, lantern, and you see like the beginning part of the house for HHN icons captured. I would be very interested to see what this one is all about. I'm guessing that the icons are trapped in some shape or form mm -hmm. in fears lantern and you know they they're breaking free you know because it's the 30th year that kind of thing but i would be very interested to see what they do actually do with this house what do you think yeah um something that i would actually be really interested in seeing is if you know if you're going into the lantern and you're going to be seeing these icons inside the lantern i think it would be kind of cool if this like this was their version of their underworld so like they're facing yeah. their biggest fears mm-hmm so, for example, like Jack could be facing that moment when Otfellow betrayed him, like over and over again. Yeah. And then you know uh, the the uh, Usher could be facing the moment where he died by hanging, like over and over again. Like that's their version of purgatory, and like that's why they want to break free so bad. Yeah. Like, I think that would be really cool. I, I'm guessing going by the title. It would be fitting if they did that, but I feel like Universal might not even, might, maybe, this is just my way of thinking, may not even go that route because, like, you mm -hmm. know, they're, they're just trying to scare us. No, well, not scare us, but, you know, get, deliver a good story while trying to scare us. But, yeah. like, I don't think they would ever want to see their, their uh, characters, like, in a vulnerable position. That's true, yeah. They wouldn't want them to look weak. 
Yeah. So like, it, even though like it says it all in the in the title, like I don't think they would, um, unless it's something of of the sort where they're like they were captured once and then they broke free and then you know they're 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 just like you know how we started with like all the other icons including jack and then we just see him like with like throughout the years uh as he you know as we see him in the jack in the box like escaping through and through the different outfit changes yeah uh, different stages of each year then there's like a storyteller and then there is you know every everybody else like just breaking free and then you know coming back for like such an another landmark in howling horror nights history yeah i think my my second theory to that would be kind of like they're going to use us to escape from there from the lantern like yeah kind of like a soul for a soul like you know one of you like i get to go free but you have to stay in the lantern type thing yeah, I can see that. I can. Well, that would be cool. Like they, they have to use you. Go inside the lantern, and we exit through the lantern. Yeah, like you know, um, they have to get, like they use you as a sacrifice. Yeah. So, so they can escape. <laughs> and sacrifice us to fear. <laughs> sacrifice <laughs> to, to to daddy fear. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, this is definitely something. Uh, to think about like with the icons house because i'm super mm -hmm. excited for it but i'm very curious how i feel like this would be probably the first year that they use a icons house right or i could be wrong um not really because i mean like there there was 25 25 yeah 2025 20, somewhere around there um yeah and then uh they did it, I think, for like Sweet Sixteen, but it, it, it was a different version of that where like each icon had their own house. Yeah, that was different, but I don't think that ever we've ever had like an actual house where all of them were all in there together. Because mm -hmm. usually, like the one from Twenty Five was just like the best scenes from all the past houses, but it wasn't featuring all of the same characters. Yeah. So it might be interesting to see all of the icons in one house together, like one right after the other. Yeah. I mean, I feel like that would be cool too. I definitely agree. So then with uh, number five, we are going to welcome to scary, the horror land, the horror in the heartland, my bad. Um, so I'm guessing this is a scary Ohio house. I've been wanting a scary Ohio, uh, Carrie Ohio house for like the longest time. Um, yes. So I'm really excited for this one. I'm wondering what kind of stuff we are going to be encountering. I know that they did have some Carrie Ohio inspired houses, but this is definitely something that it's more like literally it's the fan fiction I always wanted. <laughs> I mean, yeah, Carrie Ohio is literally like the, the MCU of Halloween Horror Nights. It's like everything takes place in Carrie Ohio. Yeah, I just... Uh... Because, like, I mean, you do have, like, Meets Meets, you know, like, Leave it to Cleaver, like, their factory was in Cary, Ohio. <laughs> still, um, still, still traumatized, but, you know, it's literally my favorite house. Forever traumatized, yes. Yeah. <laughs> um, what, I'm trying to think of the other, oh, the schoolhouse is in Cary, Ohio. Yeah. So that's where we can see Cindy come back. Mm-hmm. Um, what else, like... I'm trying to think. Oh, there's the some like uh, paranormal investigation house. Like the wine, yeah, the wine dot estate in Cary, Ohio. Like, yeah. There's just so much HHN history around Cary, Ohio that like it makes sense to to have a house for its 30th anniversary. Yeah, I think this is gonna be one of my favorite houses, but that's just me. Um, when I go there, but you know, we we can only judge until like uh the event finally comes around, you know. Um, I know that I tend to usually like a lot of the Halloween Horror Night original houses over the IPs, but the IPs can be just as good. Um, but I think that might be one of my favorite houses that they might have announced. So, Yeah, I'm in agreement there. Like, that is, if it is going to be an actual house, I think that's going to be one of my most anticipated for sure. Yeah, um, mind you guys, um, not announced. 
I did. I know. I just. I realized that I said the. Um, they announced these houses. Not yet. These are a speculation map, but hopefully another one drops before. Uh, of course, uh, they start announcing more houses. Uh, so mind you that this is unofficial. These are just speculations. Um, things right. that may or may not happen, but you know, as we keep going to number six, um, it is the Wicked Growth Realm of the Pumpkin. So I'm guessing this is a pumpkin lord house. That's just uh, yes. Like I'm expecting a sequel to that scare zone that we had in Central Park. Was it? I think it was two years ago for eighteen or nineteen. Or was it something else? It was the, the the same. It was in that same area where we had trick or treat. It was between trick or treat and Vikings Undead. So it was Twisted that one year. So, yeah, Twisted, yeah, Twisted Traditions. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Of. Yeah, so, so we're going to see like a, a sequel around there. To that. I'm expecting that this might be a continuation of that story or a more elaborate version mm -hmm. of that story, if not more. Um, but if it's something completely different, I'm thinking Pumpkin Lord meets uh, Scarecrow, the Reaping, oh that oh kind God. of thing. So, you know, Scarecrow oh tense. And, but I definitely love that house so much. Yeah, so, like, if that happens, that'd be really cool. I just hope that it doesn't take too much inspiration from Scarecrow, because otherwise it just feels like a knockoff of Scarecrow. Yeah. Like, I want to see it kind of do its own thing. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, I think it might just be its own thing. Um, yeah. It's my, I feel like when I think of the title, I mean, I'm just basing off titles. I don't know anything about the storyline just yet. I'm thinking, uh, you know, a pumpkin lord uh, having, like, all these minions because it's wicked growth, like, you know, have vines and people being mm -hmm. tortured and, um, you know, all that kind of Halloween-y stuff. Almost like, uh, yeah, I think what, was Twisted Tradition the one with the girl coming out of the pumpkin or sleeping on the pumpkin? Not sleeping, yeah. but you know, like dead. Yes, yes, yeah, that was, that's, that was tradition, so. that's, that's what I'm expecting. That's what I'm thinking of yeah, like, when like, I'm expecting this house. Just like horror around the actual fall season would be amazing. Yeah, I think so too. So this one is... So far, probably not the only one. This is one of the first announcements that we got officially last year is Puppet Theater, uh, Captain Audience. So it's already been announced. Uh, we already see uh, already previews of that house where we have like a theater, almost like a Shakespearean uh, type of uh, opera house uh, theater. And we have like all these puppets and... Um, I'm guessing humans that have been turned into puppets, but I can't. That's what I'm too. Yeah. Yeah. So, and, you know, they have it revealed that, you know, it's just going to be like a lot of uh, very theatrical, very, you know, and I'm seeing a little bit of a pattern here where a lot of these houses are going to have masks and it's kind of a given. So, like, yeah. masks to being able to cover like the scare actor's mouth, not take away from the experience. But this is definitely one of them that is definitely innovative and it works. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, based on like the little preview video that, that they had shown, um, the, the theme of it looks really interesting too. Yeah. Um, it's just like even the set design and like the costumes are like super elaborate and, mm -hmm. and it looks super creepy too. I'm, I'm just thinking like, uh, a little bit of like Five Nights at Freddy's, but was like, but that's like make it horror and mm. dead silence and dead silence too. I okay. forget about I, that. It's funny. I was thinking something like Dollhouse of the Damned, but instead of dolls, it's puppets. Oh, that would be a good one. Yeah. Yeah, but, so, um, yeah it's pretty uh, official. Random thing that I would love to just see at one point in that house. You know how they had like Clownzilla. And like the big like meat demogorgon, yeah, like these big props. I would love, love to see like a giant pair of like hands holding like puppeteer strings. 
Yeah, that would be so cool. That would be awesome because that way, you know, like he's controlling all these puppets, you know, like these giant hands. Yeah, the audience for a reason. So I definitely think it would definitely add on to the show. If not, it's kind of like a really big puppet, like overtowering, and then they're controlling us, you know, or like having like these puppets, like uh, these mannequin puppets, like dance around, and all you see is like, Mm -hmm. uh, like those little sticks moving and oh yeah it's gonna be so freaking cool I, i'm super excited for puppet theater it, it's probably the most official one that we've gotten uh since uh the one that we're gonna mention after this one um but yeah our next one is gonna be the haunting of hill house this hasn't left the the list yet um for me i am I personally, I I think I also said this in my uh, video that I released earlier this year, um, talking about the speculation map, um, that I am not a big fan of uh, Haunting of Hill House. Uh, I am more of Bly Manor, but I know that Bly Manor is like public domain. Um, the, the story around Bly Manor, by the way, not bl- actual Bly Manor. But uh, with the haunting of Hill House, um, you know that this is still on the list. It still seems to be holding out strong. I'm guessing for the synergy of trying to get the uh, the young people out into the event. So, and I, but I get it. I get the energy of it. Um, but you know, they. I feel like they're just going to use a lot of iconic scenes to be able to put this house together. If you know what I mean. Yeah, I think when it comes to haunting, though, I think this might actually be like the the house that I'm least excited for, just because like I was not really that big a fan of haunting and Field house. Like, I, it's a good show. I just don't see how it would translate that well into a house. Yep, um, like, you and me are there. You and me are there. I, I'm glad. That's the energy I wanted. I mean, <laughs> that's kind of bad because I know that there's real people that are really excited for this house, but there's just like it's just a very talk heavy show. It's and, uh, there's not a lot of like visual scares that would translate well into into a house. Yeah, it's and I mean, don't get me wrong, there's a lot of scary scenes where like you know, iconic that have like the dark scenes where like the kids are asleep or you see the shadows in the background, bent neck lady, the scene where the two sisters are fighting. And then that one of the sisters, like uh dead uh, sisters, they're, they're all siblings. There's like a lot of them and it comes out in the middle of the, of the sea and then scares them off the road, that kind of thing. Then there's like the dark past, they're going to have to really heavily like focus on the iconic scenes like more than the actual story itself because Haunting a Hill House was not that super scary to me. I feel like if they were to bring Haunting of Hill House back, they might pull something kind of similar to American Horror Story because since Bly Manor did also come out last year, um, they might try and fit both. It's possible. Also, I haven't seen Blind Manor yet, so I need to catch up on that. Yeah, so have you watched the movie The Turning? Mm, that's the one with Finn Wolfhard, right? Kid from Trigger Things? Yes. I have not, but I've heard of the soundtrack for it because I, I just like the soundtrack. So, um, basically, Haunting of Bly Manor and the turning are the same story. Oh, okay. Um, if you decide to watch either of them, I, I mean, I personally liked Bly Manor more than the turning, but the turning. Yeah, I'll probably watch first just because I, I've heard the turning has a pretty low score run tomato. So I'm like, that's a good sign. Yeah. But the story <laughs> is actually public domain. So, oh, uh, yeah, which is why there's, I feel like they came out on the same year, if not like maybe a year apart. Um, so if Haunting of Hill House does come back, um, it's I feel like it's mostly going to be considered uh, like they're going to be focusing on the iconic scenes, on the actual scary scenes rather than the whole story itself. Um, I'm least excited for this house, but, you know, that's just me. And also uh, Yusuf as well, I'm guessing. 
But what is our our second uh, house that has been announced uh, officially is Beetlejuice. Of course, this was actually announced this year, but uh, Universal kind of did a sneaky sneak uh, last year, and uh, they opened up the house, um, you know, as a surprise, as they say, uh, for yeah. Halloween on October 31st and November 1st. Uh, so you had to have like a reservation uh, system for you to be able to experience the Beetlejuice house, of course, um, with lots of plexiglass, a lot of missing details, but of course, a lot of like good scares and a lot of good, like good detail as well. I was fortunate enough to uh, experience it the second day it was open. I know that I had a couple of friends of ours that went more than like twice, but you know, um, I was able to experience it twice and it was freaking baller. Um, they, yeah, were you able to experience it last I year? I actually was not able to, no. I was, of course, I got to experience everything, but when they opened those, I was working both of those days, so I could not even go out to Universal. Okay, so. I, I thought you were there for some odd reason. That's, no. that's interesting. I think I was there in spirit because I was like, I wish I was there. <laughs> yeah, oh my God, it was so good. I mean, you could tell that in the Beetlejuice house, uh, there was a lot of missing details, um, especially uh, the iconic dining room, uh, you know, banana boat uh, scene. Oh, that's, that's funny because I don't want to know. I know, like, a bunch of people posted, like, videos of it, and, like, like POV videos. I'm like, nope. Nope, I, I want to go in there not knowing anything about it. Yeah. Stay that way. Well, there was just a lot of missing details in that in that room anyway. So, mm -hmm. like, it's not like anything was going to, you know, there's nothing more. I don't know what's supposed to be in that room. But, you know, That's if there true. is something supposed to be there, like, I'm pretty sure it's going to be, like, amazing. Um, you know, but it was still, it still delivered the story pretty well especially with all of the scenes from the movie. Um, but if you guys were fortunate enough uh, to experience Beetlejuice, you know what I'm talking about. But if not, you guys are going to love this house. It's going to be amazing. And I cannot wait for to just do this house again and for all of you guys to experience it as well. Yeah, I'm really excited to, to go to this. Uh, like the moment that you know we started getting beetlejuice merch last year i was like oh okay this is gonna be great uh and then you know when they finally confirmed it i'm like it's about time like you yeah. guys have had beetlejuice running wild in your park for god knows how many years and now you decide to give them a house yeah i mean it doesn't help that they got rid of beetlejuice graveyard review that is very true uh forever rest in peace <laughs> sorry <laughs> Yo, I was so obsessed. That that show was everything. I was very obsessed with the Wolfman. More oh, than I, I should have. <laughs> Unhealthy. <laughs> I still have dreams of that man. I don't know who he was, but he he was gorgeous. Anyway, irrelevant. Guys, sorry, that was kind of creepy, but eh. he was literally like everything every time I went to Universal. And now for something completely different. Yeah, so we are going to be talking about our last house and speculation. Um, it is Creepshow. Um, of course, as you guys uh, know that this is based off the Tales of the Crypt uh, series or no, a movie? Uh, okay, so yeah, that's where I'm not completely sure because uh, the, the, there's a movie, there's two movies in the Creepshow like, series yeah. that came out in the 80s. And then there was the new Creepshow series on Shudder. Yeah. So I'm not sure where they're going to be pulling from, if they're going to be pulling from the movies or the show. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping they do it from both. Yeah, I, I mean, for me... The show in itself is an anthology series, it an, and it was an anthology movie. So like, yeah. it was just, I guess, seven, like three or four stories per movie, something like that. So like, it, it lends itself to several different scenes, housewise. Yeah. Um, the thing about this speculation is that i get it it's kind of like an homage to like when they first started out like in Halloween horror nights and they actually had like a um 
some of the characters from Tales from the Crypt and Howling Horror Nights. But at the same time, when I think of Creepshow, if they were to grab from the more modern uh, version of it, is that like, when did Universal actually get like a, some kind of partnership with Shudder if they're working so closely with Netflix, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, that's the first thing that goes to my head because, um, I mean, not that Netflix would have anything against Shudder because, you know, Shudder is just mainly on horror. Um, but, you know, and it's not really a threat when it comes to the large variety that yeah. Netflix is, but I don't know how that would compete with like contracting because they usually just have one thing, one company that they work with at Howling Horror Nights, and I've never just heard of like two, you know. Um, they do it occasionally. Like, I mean, they did it. If, if let's say, for example, this spec map is is completely accurate, they will be working with three different companies in this case because Texas Chainsaw is owned by New Line Cinema. Okay. Haunting of Hill House is Netflix. Mm-hmm. And then you would get Creep Show with Shutter if they're doing the show. Yeah. So that'd be three different companies. Of course, that is if it's like 100% accurate for this spec map. Yeah. I mean, it's only the first speculation map, and they haven't thrown, um, like, Halloween Horror Night Nightmares has not, uh, you know, um, released another speculation map, but we will see. Um, I know that that one has been floating around for a while. If not a house, I think more of a scare zone would be more appropriate. But that's just me. I think I think I see it from the point of view of like it's one of those cult classics, like similar to uh, Killer Clowns, where you know it's not a super well-known property, but it's 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 got a, a really big following among the horror community. So that's where I think it could draw from. Mm-hmm. So that was all of the houses. Um, I think we're going to go briefly through the scare zones. Um, yeah, yeah. So in the first scare zone is a 30th anniversary zone. I'm going to assume this is very similar to what we saw in Halloween Horror Nights 20. If you guys remember that house, it was actually hosted near the Hollywood Boulevard, uh, little hallway thing there. And they actually had like two really big X's to represent the 20th anniversary, which they premiered fear. So I'm going to assume that 30th anniversary will be somewhere along the lines of the same thing. What do you think? Uh, yeah, I'm probably thinking the same thing there. The only thing I would say is, based on the map that we're looking at, I would flip that and and put it back on Hollywood Boulevard because it's such a much bigger space that they can fill it. Yeah. In terms of having the characters like walk around a little bit more, interact with people a little bit more, because that little section in between Minions and Shrek is a little tight. Yeah, and uh, and I feel like the scare actors, especially if uh, they're dressing up as our favorite iconic characters, it'd be hard for them to get by without you know being bombarded. Yeah. Yeah. Plus, I find it uh, almost every year that they've had a scare zone there, I find it difficult in terms of like scare actors walking around, interacting with people because, like, I mean, look at an arcade. Yeah. Anarchy was kind of a hot mess. Yeah, but and you know it was crazy. The anarchy it was a hot mess. Um, I mean, I kind of had my thoughts on it, where like the costumes were a little bit cheaply made, slapped on a little bit less. Yeah, like it just it literally felt like the first costumes, but with neon on them. What's crazy is that I think I was with Yusuf, and I I was sitting on the sidewalk, and I just stared at their costumes, and. Uh, you saw like literal drawn on paint onto their little. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Like, yeah. I mean, I know that a lot of people actually enjoyed that scare zone as it is because, you know, it's supposed to be retro 80s uh, video games. Yeah. Thing, but the, the, theme, the theme and the idea were cool, but the costume and the execution was where it was lacking. Yeah, I feel like they had something else planned, but it just didn't work. Yeah, because it's like, you oh, could, gotta you do could... something. <laughs> Because you could tell it was literally the same costumes from the Purge scare zone, just repurposed. Yeah, it was. It was a little. It was a little messy, but you know. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, people it's... like that. 
scare zone and that's what matters i guess yeah so the next one is an original um honestly i don't know what this could be but i'm pretty sure it's gonna be great so it would be cool to see um some of the other like non-icon characters yeah like something like the the collectors the body collectors would be cool oh man that would be cool uh somebody like you know the the meets meets mascot oh god see like you like those those other lesser known horror nights mini icons i guess yeah or even like uh you know char- like characters from past houses like even uh like uh, some of the nightingales would be cool yeah some of, like, mean, the dogs of war from like the havoc houses would be cool stuff like that yeah so you're you're basically saying anything that's iconic but within the within the past 10 years i would say so yeah yeah, I, I can see that. I wish they had another like vamp scare zone, but that's just me. <laughs> I'm literally a sucker for vamp. But you know, Vanity Ball was just as good. I can't complain. Vanity Ball was was a great time. Yeah. <laughs> so then the next one is a little bit contradicting and a little a little iffy because. We had creep show the house, but now we have creep show the scare zone. I don't know how I feel about this, but I do feel like they should test out the waters first with creep show coming back and make it a scare zone rather than a house first. But I could mm-hmm. be wrong. Yeah, and like based on the location of the map, it's a little bit weird. Like I would understand if it was like in front of the entrance to the creep show house. It's like oh, like a sneak peek as to like at the characters that were gonna be in there. Mm-hmm. Location wise, it's like across, like across the lake from the entrance to the house. Yeah, so that's that, it's a little bit far and a little far, and the fact that it's like right next to like Fast and Furious. Like, do you really want to put that there? <laughs> you really want to put that there? Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm I'm pretty sure they're gonna. If if Creepshow's on there twice, then it has to be one of those, you know. But I feel like it would fit more as a scare zone rather than a house at the moment. Um, hmm. But that's just me personally. Um, so the next one is something that I've been wanting to experience because I was not able to go the year of uh, the storyteller, but it is uh, Terra Corentis. Uh, we already know the story of the Terra Queen. She comes back around as every certain amount of years. Uh, so it would be cool to actually see the scare zone come back, you know, again after, you know, a certain amount of years. So for sure especially for for both of us because neither of us got to experience it like we kept reading about it we would see the pictures but we're like man this this looks really cool it was just it was just a shame that either we never got to experience it or we were too young to experience it like who knows because i i think i was like nine or ten when that happened yeah like i don't even i didn't even live in florida at the time so i wouldn't even i didn't even know about it at the time yeah, for me, I think I might have just been too young for it. I know that uh, my dad came during uh, the first uh, Carnival of Carnage, which I'm pretty sure was year 17 or year 18. Uh, but then my first year ever was uh, 2000. Uh, nine, which is uh, uh, nerds, and we kind of want to experience anything that we haven't experienced. So please bless <laughs> us, like, Universal. Especially after I bought the Tora Corentis map from the Tribute Store, us like the little poster. I'm like, you, you better let me be able to walk around with this map and like find the spots. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so then the next one is, uh, or the last scare zone rather, is the best of scare zones mashup. Yeah, similar so. to. Yeah, you kind of talk something about a similar concept. 
Um, I wouldn't know what this consists of, but so, I'm pretty sure it has to be I feel be like good. in that case, it would be the stuff that we've seen in other scare zones. Like here, it would just be like a mix of stuff. So that's where you would get the the people from Vanity Ball, the Bams, um, the, uh, maybe the children in the schoolhouse, like the stuff that was just a scare zone and never yeah. made up to a house. That kind of stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. My dream is to have a vamp everything house, but you know, that's just me. Oh, yeah, just um, but, oh, <laughs> I just want all of that. But you know, uh, I think for sure that I agree with you, Seth. It might be like everything from Vanity Ball, Vamp, I think it yeah. was, I forgot. Um, anything from that was iconic that, you know, a lot of people still remember from all the scare zones that we have ever like had. Walking Dead. Oh, uh, <laughs> don't even know. Uh, we, we're not talking about Walking Dead. Walking Dead is dead, literally. Um, so then we're, um, just briefly, um, shows, Fountain Show. Um, I'm guessing they're going to do something Marathon of Mayhem, you know, do a little nice little thing for us, uh, 30th anniversary. Um, I haven't heard anything that might replace Academy of Villains. Um, yeah, neither have I. They are even planning on uh, doing a show like that. Yeah, especially like this year, it might be tough. Maybe they won't even do them, considering that like the Fear Factor Stadium on the map, they put in us a new rest area. Yeah. So, like, it might not even, you know, of course, based on the spec map, it might not even be a thing this year. We might not even get a show at all, except for yeah. maybe the Fountain Show. Yeah, I I agree so, too. Um, but, you know, if they decide to, I, I you know what I did here? I did hear maybe something along the lines of a Beetlejuice kind of, like, graveyard review type of show. Ooh, Ooh I am down. Um, if that is the case, I, I want to I wanna see that. Yeah. Um, because I feel like Vito Juice will be like the puller again of everything. Um, I'm very worried. Um, my only thing about this year is that I'm very worried that uh, Vito Juice would be overshadowing the icons because it's such an he's also such an icon to be fair. Mm -hmm. But uh, how, how funny would it be if like the whole story is him trying to prove himself and just like trying to become an, an icon but obviously like they don't give a shit about him yeah they're just like, it's like a little kid in the playground that's like super annoying and they're just like screw off yeah oh my god <laughs> like how funny would that be though <laughs> it would be fun though um but you know I, that, that that's just little things that i've been hearing here and there nothing official um hmm. But for now, it's just a fountain show. Um, nothing to replace Academy of Villains. Uh, seems like Fear Factor is only used as a U.S. area. So we're still left in the dark of any secondary uh, entertainment for now. I'm, I'm surprised. Well, maybe not necessarily surprised, but um, I'm curious to know why. Because I know this was on, this, on a couple of the spec maps. Why Billie Eilish might have been taken out. Why they had Billie Eilish taken out? Is that what you said? Yeah, like because um, I know they had Billie Eilish on a couple of the spec maps, and then just randomly it got taken out. I'm like, I'm wondering what might have caused that. Yeah. Uh, because uh, I heard because the the ma they the managers of Billie Eilish knew that her music was going to go a different direction, so it wasn't going to match the same energy that she's going to have now versus how she used to be okay that makes um, sense yeah and also like the fact that they didn't want their name to be associated with the pandemic kind of thing mm. um so because i know that billy Eilish is a huge fan of the event but like yeah it's just the fact that her music is taking a completely different turn and uh we're not talking about like when we fall asleep where do we go album like she's been taking a whole nother turn with her music now that it's is true she's going in, it seems like she's going in like a, a brighter like kind of a lighter direction yeah so it'd be weird to like try and make a house based on something that she's moving away towards and tr i guess i'm guessing that she's just trying out different 
shades of the sunshine, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think we played a lot of catch up just now. <laughs> um, lots of talking, lots of excitement. Uh, hopefully we hear more since it is April and we are officially halfway. Well, April now but once this episode comes out we're already in may um but literally we are halfway to halloween it is the halfway oh point my gosh. tomorrow it's, totally so, halfway yeah. again. it's the halfway so, it's so exciting yeah i am too i'm so excited <laughs> halloween is definitely my favorite time of year and also like also like the time that i'm like usually the busiest because i go to Lots of Halloween events, lots of haunts, lots of lots of fun, lots and lots. Oh, of yeah. Fun. yeah. So yeah, Ooh, man, we gotta plan another trip out to uh, to the place that we went to by Tampa with uh, Chrissy and Jonathan. Oh yeah, Morrow's Nightmare. Oh, because Morrow's Nightmare was an experience. We need to go back in there. Yeah, if you guys haven't seen our vlogs on uh, YouTube, you should. Um, you just, yes. Uh, hear me uh, getting scared, and then you hear Yusef getting scared, and it's a good time. Uh, no, no, no. You get to hear me say, oh my God, at least 25 <laughs> times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, you know, we, we're adrenaline junkies, uh, especially for horror. So uh, enjoy yeah. that if you guys want <laughs> reference. Um, but yeah, um, now that, you know, we played a bit of catch up, we should probably. Uh, say where we can find our social. Uh, so for me, I am HHN Cultus on Twitter and on YouTube. I make a vlogs based off of Howling Horror Nights, uh, you know, mostly Howling Horror Nights and Universal, but I also do makeup inspired uh, by the HHN icons or anything Howling Horror Nights related. So if you guys can give me a follow and subscribe, that would be amazing. Um, I know I've been also very behind on uploading some content, but I will be getting right back to that. So um, where can we find you or us, uh, Yusuf? Sure. So for the actual podcast, uh, you can find this podcast, the actual podcast on Apple, Spotify, Anchor. Um, and social-wise, you can find us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and YouTube. We're also on YouTube. Uh, hasn't been updated recently just because we have both been ridiculously busy, but, um, I think we're, we're gearing up to, to kind of get going again and be a little bit more consistent with what we're doing. Yeah. Um, yeah. And then my personal stuff, you can find me on Instagram at, uh, Yusef1220 and on Twitter at itbeyusef. Yep, and so that was all of our socials. Uh, give us a follow, interact with us. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, tell me what you guys are excited for this year's HHN. Uh, this could also include pizza fries because pizza fries are literally uh, yes. the bomb. Because pizza fries. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, guys. Uh, so I bid you guys all uh, farewell. And, you know, have a great night. It is the halfway point to Halloween, so time to get excited. Get that halfway, uh, you know, Halloween drinks and costume on because we're almost there. And also haunt season is right around the corner as well. That is right. So get those costumes ready. Get those Halloween-themed ideas of yours ready and get ready for some nightmares. Absolutely. And also always stay tuned with us. Yes, because we have more on the way. We promise. All right, guys. Have a good night. See you. Bye.